0: How do you continue to grow your business, both in income and in sort of reach, without scaling up by getting employees? That's the question I want to discuss. I just deleted a section of episode where I basically took almost five minutes to get around to asking that question and I realized that what I need to do is just delete it and start from that point. So, I realized a year or two ago that I did not want to go the route of hiring someone to help me with the spoon carving business so that I could take on more work and scale up that way. But I do want to increase my income year over year, both because that uh, is important in terms of the trajectory of being able to. continue to grow my career and and the the quality of life for my family but also um because I think it 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 is momentum in the right direction. I used to scoff at the idea of growth for growth's sake and would think to myself, you know, why is it that businesses are always focused on growth? You know, can't they just stop when they have enough? But I think that that is um That's a naive way to frame it, because if you think about growth in nature, everything in nature grows or it decays. There is no nothing that is not an inert substance that is not growing or decaying. In fact, all inert substances, like rocks, are either being built or they're decaying. It just happens over a much greater time frame. So I think even if we look to nature and say, ha, you know, nature doesn't do that. Wrong. Nature does do that. Um, And so I think the point of this is that trajectory matters more than where you're at. The fact that you're growing as a business matters more than where you are at as a business. I would much rather be in a business that has an upward trajectory that is making less than a business that has a downward trajectory that's making more. Um, And the question is, how do I maintain that upward trajectory and how do I pace the upward trajectory so that I don't plateau and start decreasing? Either because I burned myself out or because I became unrealistic in my prices. So typically, the way that you grow an income of a business is you either increase the volume of what you're creating or you increase your prices. Um, Now, and usually, well, not usually, but in my case, I do both. Um, The volume I've been increasing by uh, increasing how much I do per day and to a lesser extent, increasing how efficient I am. In the early part of my spoon carving journey, the first four years, the amount that I increased my speed was much greater. Um, and then it kind of plateaued, and I could certainly chase down speed a little bit more, but that's the one where... uh uh, you can really make your life miserable by chasing speed. Um, so I kind of found a happy place, and I do try to be efficient, and over time that means that I will get faster, but at a much slower pace than the early improvements. Now the other thing I've been doing, really this year, has been increasing the amount that I ask of myself each day. I started the year by asking myself to do about four hours of spoon carving a day, and by now I'm asking myself to do put in a solid 7 or 8 hour day of just spoon carving. Which means that the other things I used to do with the rest of my day have been shunted to the margins. So really it's been about squeezing more into the day. We're now at the limit of what that is feasibly as well. I have also been increasing my spoon prices and just did a big jump in spoon prices that I do every October. And that one's interesting, we'll see. This time of year, I always feel a little unsettled with my prices. I always feel like, whew, they're a little high because I haven't really sat with them for a little bit. But I know it's important to do it. And so far, people are buying without a blink. Um, but I always feel this time of year that I'm at the maximum limit of what I would be willing to charge for a spoon. No, that's probably not true. There's certainly more room, but I think I did a really smart thing years ago in deciding to drop my spoon prices really low, trying to drum up business and get this business off the ground. And by dropping them really low and only raising them incrementally, it means that I've been able to increase my income slowly over time. Uh, Because there's still room for me to increase my income and still feel good about the price. And uh, more importantly, the uh, price I've been charging has, I've always felt like I've been delivering more value than the price I'm charging, which ultimately is what I need to feel good about to feel good about a price. Now, clearly there's plenty of room more for me to increase my prices given that I'm Charging less than half for a cooking spoon, what barn charges for an eating spoon, but uh, the question is, do I feel good about those prices and uh, and is there the market for them i I never want to outstrip the market um, so So we'll see. Um, And I think that's the one where we're just going to have to wait and see. Now, here's where we get into the interesting stuff, uh, which is, you know, okay, putting aside prices, time to to do something, and overall time spent doing something. How can you increase your income from a given skill set. And this is where something interesting comes in, like um, selling tools that I have a margin on. In general, I don't particularly like the work, all the administrative work of selling the burnisher and polisher that I sell. But I do have to admit that, um, you know, it's a it is a better return on my time the profit margin i make on that even giving most of the money to the makers who actually make the tools than i see for carving spoons and so uh you know as long as that feels like it's a valuable service to the spoon carving community that's a good thing to maintain and and certainly is a good use of my time um the other thing I can focus on is creating stuff that is much more easily scalable. So the magazine is like that. I've spoken about that in the past, although Matt and I have yet to take any cut from the income from the magazine. So far, we're just letting it build up so that we have, I don't know, resources to do something. Um But in theory, you know, in five years, the magazine may have reached a place where it can be a real scalable source of income, um, and uh, and things like writing the book. So the question then becomes, you know, it, sort of how can I parlay my creativity and my knowledge in a way that is not so like I think a lot of times people think, oh well, I can scale up how much money I make by teaching a workshop, but the amount of effort that goes into teaching a workshop dramatically increases if you go past the three or four person mark. And the amount of just sort of energy it sucks from you increases dramatically as well. And if you do it too much, it really burns you out. So there's a pretty strong upper limit on that that I have found as well. So we'll see. I'm going to be exploring, uh, you know, different creative avenues. I think the strongest move for me at this point is to simply, you know, I'm making enough money from the business to support my family. Um, so I have enough in that sense. Um, and I think the next move is to make sure that I have enough time and energy in my day to pursue the creative avenues. Um, like for instance, writing more articles for magazines, that sort of thing. Um, or possibly doing something with these faces I've been doodling on spoon blanks. That's been really fun yesterday. and uh, People seem to really enjoy it. And so there's that, to me, tells me, the amount of engagement I've gotten from that tells me that so, there's something there. And that if I can f- figure that out, um, that it might... Um, it might lead to something that would be uh, a strong next move. And that's really all it is. But those are the things that I have to think critically about to continue growing my business. Um, Because again, everything in life is either increasing or decaying, growing or decaying. Um, And at this stage of my life, I want things to be growing. Um, That's really important. So I need to be strategic about it. Thanks for listening. Such a long one a lot of different thoughts. Uh, Let me know what you think. I'm always curious. If I talk too much, is that too much? Or am I doing a pretty good job of stopping when it seems like an appropriate time? Please let me know on Instagram or through an email. Uh, I'd really look forward to hearing from you.